Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the show, episode 126. Today, we're going to be talking about a very touchy and delicate subject that, unfortunately, as a leader, we have to deal with sometimes in our business. Hopefully, you've not had to deal with this yet, but I promise you, if you haven't, it's only a matter of time because this is a really a natural byproduct of growing a big business and a big team, but it's how do you handle when a leader of yours leaves to join another company? This is a topic that I actually give advice to quite a bit when students of mine and people in our community, when they're facing the difficult task of of managing a situation like this, they'll reach out to me and I'll give them some advice. I've had to deal with it several times, both, you know, I've approached it both good and bad and I've learned a lot. And I thought it would be really helpful to do an episode on this topic to help any of you and empower you from a leadership and mindset standpoint of how to best deal with this. Because here's what I will share with you, and this is what we're going to talk about, how you handle this. The way you respond to it happening is actually the most important thing. Your response, the way you react, will have such a far greater impact on your long-term success than that person that actually leaving. And I know that's difficult to understand in the moment because it feels like things are falling apart, but I'm telling you, this is not something this is happening to you, this is an opportunity for you. And I'm going to reframe the way that you look at situations like this. It's going to be a really, really powerful message. Before I get into the details, though, what I would like to do is uh, give our listener our review of the week, our listener shout out. And I want to thank all of you that have been taking the time to leave reviews. It's been really awesome reading all of them. Today's reviewer of the week is Om Glani, O-M-G-L-A-N-I. I always get a kick out of these usernames, but here's the review. Wow. This podcast and all the free content that Bob gives is absolutely incredible. I just started listening about a month ago. Welcome. I love our new listeners. I wish I knew about this podcast sooner. I actually introduced my upline to this podcast to start listening to. I'm so thankful to Bob because he made me realize so many things I've never considered. I can't wait to now start building the business I want to sustain, not to be owned by. Thank you for expanding my vision. I'm forever grateful. Well, thank you for listening and supporting, and I'm so happy that you found us here. So just a little shout out to our reviewer of the week. I do want to give you a heads up on something as well, guys, before I get into this. The next two episodes, these are going to be the last two episodes of us really kind of closing the year out, closing the decade out, are going to be two very important messages. Starting with next week's show, I am going to begin to pull back the curtain and reveal to you some of the details of work that myself and my team have been pouring ourselves into for the better part of the last 12 months, kind of reshaping the entire structure of our business and what we teach. And I'm going to be sharing with you some new concepts and one thing in particular that I truly believe is going to revolutionize this profession. And I'm excited to share this with you because what I believe it's going to do for any of you that want to 
follow this is it's going to completely transform your results. And we're going to be giving you more direction and support than we ever have before. And starting next week, I'm going to start to share with you this vision of what 2020 is going to look like in our business, the type of content and, uh, that we're going to provide, and some tools, some free tools that we've created that we're going to be introducing, hopefully within the next two to three weeks that I believe are going to completely be a game changer for you. So make sure you tune in. These next two episodes are going to be really, really important ones for your future success. So I'll leave it at that. That's the little teaser. But let's get into the topic for this week. So like I mentioned to you, how do you handle when a leader leaves your team to join another company? I want to reinforce what I stated earlier. The way that you handle this is the most important thing. That will have such a far greater impact on your future success than the person actually leaving. And like I said earlier, I know it's hard to understand that in the moment because it feels like your business is falling apart. And, you know, it's also natural for us to take it personally. When we have a leader that's on our team, somebody that we, we consider a friend and even family, and we've formed these really close relationships with them. And over time, when things like this begin to happen, when these people decide that they want to take a different path with their life, it's only natural for us to feel like maybe we've done something wrong. Maybe it's our fault that they wanted to leave. And when we're in the craziness of this, there's also this limiting, this irrational fear that everything that we have built up until this point, all of the hard work we've put in, like it's suddenly being destroyed. I can remember the first time I had a big leader on my team leave. These were exactly the thoughts that I were having. And I did have this irrational fear that everything was going to disappear overnight. And it, it's scary and I get it. And there's a lot of uncertainty. But what I want to really be able to coach you through today is how to manage these kind of difficult situations, how to navigate these rough waters. And I want to also put you at ease to let you know that there is light at the end of the tunnel here. But here's the mistake that I see most network marketing leaders make. When this, something like this happens, because they take it personally and they internalize it, they immediately go into defense or attack mode. Right? They view that person leaving as a personal threat, and here's what they start doing. And I hope you've not had to see this or be a part of this. And, and listen, maybe you've even made these mistakes before. And I don't want you to feel bad if you have, because I actually, I'm teaching you this from the perspective of these are the things that I did the first time around. These are the mistakes that I made that I later learned were missed opportunities for me. So if you've done this wrong in the past, I just want you to see this as an opportunity for you to be better in the future. But here is the fatal mistake that I made and that I see most leaders making. They start trashing the person. When they leave, what they do, what they think is that if I just start, if I can undermine their credibility, that will make no one on my team want to go follow and join them. And somehow in our warped minds, we think this is a smart thing to do. And I see this happening all the time. And I just kind of, shake my head because I'm like, man, these people, they just don't get it, right? Here's the reason why this is a bad idea. These people that you're trashing and trying to knock them down as they leave, as they walk out the door, these are the exact same people that a week before you were treating them like family, that you were praising them in front of everyone else on your team, right? And then what happens is immediately you change course, you do a complete 180, and by taking this type of an approach, what you wind up doing is a couple of things. Number one, you wind up feeding into the drama. 
So you start giving it more energy and attention than it needs, and you wind up making things worse. And here's the reason why you make things worse. You fail to understand that your team is watching you. They are watching the way that you respond and react in moments like this. And what I will tell you, and I've learned this the hard way, it is how you respond during these moments that will ultimately determine the future of your business. Because here's why. It is during moments like this that your true character will be revealed. See, character is who you really are. Not the version of yourself that you like to portray to the world and to your team on social media. Character is different. Here's what character is. And this is a lesson it took me a very long time to learn. And I hope I can impart this upon you today, that you can internalize this and that you can understand this is ultimately the most important thing. Character is doing the right thing in the right way. And that means with integrity, with humility, for the right reasons, service, love, the betterment of others, not self-gain, all the time. Not sometimes, not when it's convenient, not when it's easy. Character is doing the right thing in the right way for the right reasons all of the time. I would even argue it is not a demonstration of character unless it costs you something your ego, your pride, your comfort zone. Listen, these are the moments when character is forged, the toughest, most adverse conditions of your journey to success. And here's what I've learned. Leadership is really nothing more effective leadership. It's character in action. Listen, let's be real here for a second. It is easy for people to lead when things are going well. Anybody can be a leader when things are going well. The true test of a great leader is how they respond when things are not going well, when the you-know-what hits the fan. Look, there's such an emphasis in this profession and a lot of the training that's out there today on skills, right? Becoming a pro, got to develop those skills, that kind of stuff, right? There's such an emphasis on that. And I'm not saying that skills aren't important. They are. You have to increase your skills. But in my experience, character is way more important than skills when it comes to long-term sustainable success. See, success, in my opinion, is 10% skills and 90% character. Character is who you are behind the scripts, the words, the skills that you use. It's the intent behind the words. Are you executing the skills from a place of love and service and compassion and integrity? Because I will tell you, if you are not, you can be skilled. You can make money in this profession, but you ain't going to keep it long term because you're going to be exposed eventually if you don't have strong character. And I've said this over and over again, and I believe it to be true. Network marketing is really nothing more than a character development program with a compensation plan attached to it. See, here's what character does. It determines if you're going to have the staying power in this profession, or if you're going to just be another one of those flash-in-the-pan success stories that burns out and crashes and dies, because I've seen plenty of those people. And you want to know what? 
when you get to the underlying, the reason why these people crash and burn, it's usually a fault in their character. Doesn't necessarily make them bad people. It just means that they haven't understood the importance of this area in their business and they've suffered the consequences. So look, if you believe what I'm saying is true, if you're nodding your head right now as you're listening to this, that yes, you do believe character matters. And that means you do understand that the way you handle these situations is what's most important. Then here's what else you must do. You must begin to view situations like this from a different lens. These are opportunities. And when I say opportunity, here's what I mean. It's you understanding that the person that is leaving your team, that's not happening to you. You are not a victim here because this is what we will have a tendency to do. Why is this happening to me? We play the victim. Woe is me. I want you to understand it is happening for you. I want you to understand that there is a much bigger purpose behind that person leaving. See, I hold the belief that people and situations in our lives are assignments. They are assignments put there to help us evolve and grow as human beings. They are assignments. I believe they are God-given assignments to help us develop the character necessary. Because remember what I said, you don't develop character when things are going well. You develop character through adversity. And if we understand this, we can then look back at our lives and all the things in the past that have happened to us that we feel happened to us where we were victims and we're holding on to the past. If we can look at them through the lens of purpose and understand that these things happen to you to help you become the leader that you need to be to influence the lives of the people on your team, we begin to view life in a much different way. And it, it comes down to us understanding this. You can't control what other people do. You can't. You'll literally kill yourself trying to control other people. If you haven't figured that out by now, look, I know at times it feels like you are literally running an adult daycare center on your team. Your downline are your children at times. They act like it. It feels like that. But I'm telling you, a lot of the pain and suffering that you create for yourself, it's all around the area that you have expectations of people and you try to control them. And I'm here to tell you, you can't. Here's the only thing you will ever be able to control how you respond to the way that they react. And this is the thing that we're talking about here. If you respond in situations like this, if you go on the defensive and start lashing out, attacking that other person, here's what's really happening. And I think it's important for you to understand this. What's playing out, the underlying cause of these reaction is fear and scarcity. So you have an underlying belief of scarcity, and here's what that means, is that you think that because this person is leaving your team that it's going to all fall apart. You think that you need that person in order to be successful. I am here to tell you, you do not. And I am also here to tell you there is no one person on this planet that will ever make or break you long term other than you. You want to know what will break you if that person leaves and you take the wrong response and you undermine your own character and leadership and integrity with your team. That will make a much bigger impact on your future success. Because when your team sees you doing this, reacting, lashing out, being that person driven by scarcity and fear, they will begin to question whether or not you are the person that they even want to follow any longer. 
And if you don't think that that's happening, then you do not understand the psychology behind leadership. And here's what's interesting. The very thing that these leaders try to prevent, they think if I lash out and I attack and I undermine, they think that that will keep people from leaving, but it actually does exactly the opposite. It makes more people leave because they start questioning you and saying, this is weird. Why are they acting this way? They love this person yesterday. This is not a demonstration of character. I wonder what they say about me when I'm not around. So here's the real challenge. And really what you need to make the goal when you're in a situation like this is to not react, to understand the opportunity and the real test that's in front of you. Now, the only way that you're going to be able to do that, the only way that you will not be able to react is number one, you must be driven by something different in your business. And number two, you must start paying attention to the thoughts and the feelings that show up for you in situations like this. You must start to become conscious and become responsible for the way that you act towards others. Now, that starts from changing what's driving you. And this, this is a concept we talk a lot about on this podcast if you've been following me. You must make the shift from scarcity and fear to love. See, when you are driven by love, when love is the foundation of your business, and guess what? That starts with you loving yourself. When we react out of scarcity and fear, we're doing that because we feel personally attacked. We feel like when that person leaves, it's proof of the fact that we are not enough. It challenges our self-worth. When you love yourself, when you are grounded in that rock-solid foundation, when that person leaves, you understand it doesn't have any reflection on your worth. And as a matter of fact, it probably has nothing to do with you anyway, right? But here's what love allows us to do. Love allows us to choose character and how we respond in situations like this. And love also leads us to understand this important point that I think sometimes we miss. Just because somebody leaves your company and your team and chooses a different path for themselves doesn't make it the wrong path. And I am here to tell you my experience. I've been around this profession for a long time. I've had the ability to work with a lot of leaders, good and bad. The best network marketers I have ever met have this quality. And this stands out. And here's the quality I'm talking about. That they understand they don't own the people on their team. The best leaders, the extraordinary ones. Here's the way they think. That you want to know what? Every single person on my team has the right to make a decision that they feel is best for themselves and their families. And that decision I might not agree with and I might not like it and I might not think it's a good decision, but I understand it's their decision to make, not mine. And they're going to have to live with the consequences of that decision. But quite frankly, here's sometimes what we find. It's not a bad decision always. Sometimes, many times, more times than often, here's what I found to be true. That person leaving, not only was it the best thing that happened to them, it was also the best thing that happened to you and your business. Look, maybe it wasn't the right products for them. Maybe they found something else they wanted in a company or support. Whatever the reason, I can promise you it almost ha always has nothing to do with you. So stop taking it so personally. And here's where the extraordinary leaders really stand out. And as I'm sharing this with you now, I can think of a handful of people that I've personally had this happen to in my experience. When I think back fondly of these people, I'm like, man, these people are different. And here's the 
biggest challenge, and man, this is easier said than done, but if you lead with love, here's what that means. You will show that person compassion and support even as they walk out the door. You will not trash them. Like I said earlier, you might not agree with their decision, and it still might hurt, and it might be scary, but you will meet them with understanding and compassion, knowing that this probably wasn't an easy decision for them. And you want to know what? Like, let's step outside of the business and making money and getting a rank advancement in a check. Not saying that stuff's not important, but hey, let's just understand they're a human being just like you. And your feelings about them, your relationship should not go up in smoke just because they decide to go, especially if they do it with integrity and character on their end, right? And I'll talk more about that in a second. But I'm just trying to tell you, it is the rare individual that can be happy for someone when they leave if they see greater success somewhere else. That takes character. Look, I found this out in my own personal life. You want to know how you find out your true friends? Those are the ones that cheer for you when they see you having great success, even if they're not. There's not many people in the world that I've come across in my life like that. But you want to know what? The ones that are that way, I remember them. They stand out. And it's no coincidence that these same people are some of the most successful network marketers I have ever met. And here's the reason why they're successful. Because they go through challenges like this, demonstrating character, and they become more known for the person that they are than the things that they've accomplished. And look, I know I'm kind of beating this point, but I just, I really need you to start adopting a different mindset when it comes to things like this. Now, let's talk about a couple of different scenarios, though, that this could happen under. I understand everything I'm talking about here becomes even more difficult if that person that's leaving does not do it with integrity, right? And what that means is if on the way out, they start to try to trash you and your company, and they try to come back and raid your downline and recruit everybody and start blasting you on social media and talking about this and that. Look, when that happens, it is very, very difficult to not get caught up in that drama. But I just want to remind you, this is where your greatest test shows up. So I'd like to give you some things to consider that can hopefully help you manage these difficult situations. Here's the first thing. I find it helpful to really get clear on the fact of where this is coming from. And I want you to understand that if you're dealing with that, if that other person is lashing out at you trying to attack you, I want you to understand why that's happening. It's because they, they too are driven by scarcity. And what's happening to them right now is scaring them to death. And they have issues of worthiness. They don't think they're good enough. They're worried about the uncertainty of the new opportunity. So because they're driven by fear and scarcity and scared to death, quite frankly, they believe that they can make themselves look better by knocking someone else down. And the thing is, is they just don't understand that it's going to have the opposite effect on them too. See, because if on the way out, they start swinging and shooting jabs, but you don't respond, it's going to have that opposite effect. People that they think are going to follow them that were on their team, when they see the way that that person is acting versus you, they're going to say, well, huh, this is the kind of leader that I'd like to be with. So I just find if you understand, if you can see through the anger and the lashing out and you can really see it as insecurity and self-doubt and the fact that they don't feel worthy themselves, there is no other reason why that ever would happen, okay? So I think that's an important starting point there. But here's the other part of this. 
most of the time when I see leaders leave, leaders don't leave when things are going really well. Most leaders leave because they're struggling. They're not seeing the results they want. And what they don't realize is that most of the time, it's not the company's problem. Most of the time, it's not the support system or the products. It's them. And what they'll find out most of the time is wherever they go, there they are. They think the grass will be greener. They don't yet understand. They still need to mow the lawn. (laughs) I love that. Such a good saying. But the very same thing that caused them issues in your company is likely going to pop up for them somewhere else. So if you know that and you know that there are people on their team that may follow them, that if you can take the high road of character and integrity, that when things don't go well for them in that new place and they start running into some of these same issues, you want to make sure that that door is open for some of those people to step back in if that's what they want to do, right? And here's the other part of this. If that person that's leaving, if they're toxic, and it's not always the case, right? Because there are some people that just leave and it's the right thing to do. And they just decide there's a different path. It's the best thing for them and for you. But if they're toxic, and that's the reason why they leave, if they were difficult to lead, there's this theory that I have, and I call it the addition by subtraction theory. And here's what this basically says. I can promise you when that person leaves, it'll be the best thing that ever happened to you. Now, sometimes these are leaders that are big leaders and they represent a big portion of your team. And that's the reason why you have this irrational fear, like it's all going to fall apart. Everybody's going to just go follow them. But what you don't realize is the toxic effect sometimes that people like this have on your team and the psychological toll that they take with you trying to deal with them and manage them and constantly coddle them. They're so high maintenance. But you do it because you're like, I got to keep them happy or this whole thing's going to fall apart. But what you don't realize is there is a negative impact on them being a part of your culture. And when they leave, here's what it does. It creates a space. Now, in the beginning, it's a gaping hole. But that space allows other people on your team to step up. And I promise you, there are people on your team right now that you are grossly underestimating their ability to step up under the right conditions. And oftentimes it takes somebody like that leaving to create that situation for them to step up. It complete when somebody like that leaves, it will completely change the culture of your team. And the opportunity is this, you can start creating and defining the culture that you want. You can start tapping people on the shoulder and say it's time for you to step up and I'm just telling you, you will be shocked at how some people rise to the occasion. Now, when you're in the middle of all this craziness, right, just keep in mind, you want to keep that level head and not feed into the drama. Here are some actionable things I want you to never do. I never want you to post on social media about the situation. I don't even want you posting in your team Facebook group because every single post, it's just feeding more into the energy and the attention, right? I never, I never want you to talk bad about that person to a single person on your team. I learned something very early that served me very well as a leader, complain up, never complain down. Never trash talk somebody below you. Look, if you want to trash talk them, do it to your upline and just be like, look, how do I handle this? But never let someone on your team hear you do that. It will undermine your credibility. And here's the other thing I want you to keep in mind. Understand that probably in the matter of 60 days, this thing won't even be a thing anymore. Any new person that joins your team tomorrow, they don't even know who that person was. And once the dust settles from this craziness and you're back to the normalcy of your business, it's just going to be business as usual. 
So that's why I think it's so important for us as leaders to have the vision to be able to see through the craziness and keep our team and our business headed in the right direction. And here was my personal philosophy. If an issue comes up, if somebody comes to me, a leader, and says, hey, this is happening, what do I do? I deal with it directly. And I try to remove the emotions from it, right? I'm not trashing that person in the conversation, but I deal with the reality of the situation. This is very important. You don't want to try to sweep things under the rug because that leader leaving, it's going to pose a threat to some other people's businesses, right? There's going to be people on their team that have big downlines that they're like, you know, I don't want to leave. And my people are like, what should I do? Should I follow them? They're confused. So here's where you have to be the calming influence. You've got to keep that person focused on the bigger opportunity moving forward, just as I'm coaching you here. But you also have to move to action quickly. And you've got to start thinking tactically what that would look like. And here's what it should look like for you. You need to look at who left and you need to look at their team. And you need to start being proactive about reaching out to people so that they know you're still here to support them. See, most of the time when a leader leaves, it happens with a lot of craziness, confusion, and uncertainty. And unless you're in that leader's inner circle, you probably don't even know that this is happening. And then all of a sudden, you hear the big announcement, so-and-so left. And you're like, well, wait, what do you mean? Look, I've been through this twice in my career. So-and-so left. And now all of a sudden, there's a tremendous amount of pressure for you to make a decision to follow the herd to the new company. And here's the sad reality. A lot of times, you've never heard of the company before. You don't know anything about them. You were not a part of the decision process, right? But what these scarcity-driven leaders do is they try to scare their teams. You gotta, you're gonna miss out, grab a spot, right? Like I despise when things like this happen. It's scarcity-based nonsense where there are a lot of people that joined your company because they fell in love with the products and the company and the values and everything it stands for that unfortunately wind up following the herd out of fear and scarcity because the people that they've been following, right, who are just following someone else that you, know, you don't even realize they don't even know where they're going, they get scared into you know, grabbing a spot, you're going to miss out. And then what winds up happening is this. They realize several months down the road, this is not the company I want to be in. And here's where you can help these people. If you start reaching down, if you put a concerted effort to start reaching down and contacting these people, sending them Facebook messages, calling them, voice messaging, whatever it is, And here's all you want to do. Just let them know that you are there for them. In the middle of all the uncertainty, hearing from someone else that just says, look, I just need you to know if you decide to stay, we are here. I'm here to support you. I know we might not have worked a lot in the past, but I just need you to realize that I'm here if you need me. I'm telling you, that makes a big difference for a lot of people. That makes a big difference just to know that there is someone there that can ease their concerns. And now you might do this sometimes and that other person gets angry. What are you doing contacting people on my team? Well, guess what? You lost the right to question what I do when you left the company without integrity and try to jeopardize my business. Look, you don't own your people, okay? They're on my team as much as they're on your team. And I have every right to reach out and connect with them if I want to. Take a stand, dig your heels in. You're not doing anything wrong. Now, these might be people that you've never spoken to before, but that's okay. You want to at least just say, look, I just want to let you know, whatever your decision is, I respect it. We haven't worked together in the past, but I'm here. If you decide to stay, I am here to help you 
and I'm here to support you. And if you can start doing that strategically, start rallying the wagons, it will make a difference. Now, it might not make a difference for everyone, but that's okay. So just know this, though. You'll have some people that will go, and they'll come back when they realize that's not where they want to be. So you always want to have that open line of communication, and you always want to have them feel like that that door is still open for them to come back if they want to. And that's what leaders, most leaders do. Most leaders, they just trash everybody on the way out the door. They completely shut that door and they close, close off any possibility of those people coming back. But you want to know what? Even if they don't come back, it shouldn't matter. What does matter is that you handle the situation with character and integrity. And it might be painful in the short term, but I promise you, long term, you will look at it as a blessing. Let me share some advice on a scenario that I see happen. This is kind of the final situation I want to help you deal with. What happens? Okay, what happens when a leader joins another company, but they're still in yours? How do you handle that, right? This is a really sticky switch. So like, they don't just completely leave. You find out they're in another company because maybe they're trying to, uh, you know, they're posting about another company or maybe they're not doing it with integrity and they're trying to like prospect people on their team for this new company or something like that. But there's two different ways it can happen. First is the person that does it with integrity. They just feel, you know, they, maybe they feel like the other product doesn't compete. They want to try to build two totally separate teams, which I never recommend, by the way. Okay. I never recommend trying to build two separate businesses. If you want to sell a second product, go for it. If it doesn't compete with your product, but it's hard enough to build one team, much less two teams. So I would never recommend that to somebody. Look, if you're trying to do that, I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm just trying to say, it's not something I recommend. But you want to know what? If you're doing it with integrity, if they're completely separate, you're not pulling from one downline to the other, then you have every right to do that. It's your business. But let's just assume for a second that's not the case. Let's assume that they aren't doing it with integrity, that they're in this new company, and that they are trying to prospect people on your team for this other company. Unfortunately, this happens a lot especially in the world we live in today where we are so connected with each other on social media. And look, I am all for leading with love, right? That's my thing. But you also better understand something else. If you're going to do something that jeopardizes my business and potentially takes food off of my family's table, oh, we got a problem. I have zero tolerance. And you should have zero tolerance for someone that is doing something intentionally to try to harm your family's financial future. Now, I promise you that person probably doesn't look at it this way. It seems innocent enough. Well, I was just, you know, I was just, I just want to see if they were interested, but you want to know what? Every person you try to prospect in my downline to divert their attention for your new thing, to potentially take them away from my thing, you are robbing my family. And you need to view this situation like this. Now, here's the thing. You can't react that way, but you better feel that way. This is your business. This is your livelihood. You need to step up and act that way. Here's how I recommend you handle this. You need to address this head on. If I found out you were doing that, here's what I would do. I would reach out to you. I'd say, hey, can we set up a time to talk, whether it's Zoom or phone, always live, never through Messenger. If you won't talk to me, then I will have to take another route for these measures. But I want to talk to you. 
And when we talk, here's what I will tell you. Look, I found out that this was happening. I will be very direct on the issue. I will let them know it is not okay. Now, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And that's a really good tip I would give you. Always give people the benefit of the doubt. Don't come in guns blazing because they're going to go on the defense. So I give them the benefit of the doubt. Look, I'm sure you didn't realize that this was something that shouldn't happen, but I just need to let you know this is not okay because I'm going to remind you what it is. You are jeopardizing my financial future by doing this. And you have every right to build two companies. But number one, it's a violation of almost every company's policies and procedures to cross-line recruit, which is what that is calling. So you need to let them know that they are jeopardizing their distributorship in your company. Now, look, I respect your decision to build two things. That's on you, right? It's your business. This is how I would talk to you. But I also need you to realize that by doing that, you're jeopardizing losing this thing. So what I call this is I say you go hard on the issue, but you go soft on the person because they might have their foot in this other pool, like toe dipping in the water and realize that, yeah, that's not really where I want to be. So they may not completely leave. So you've got to be mindful of that. And you have to also understand that sometimes if you can confront people in this way, it will wake them up to, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. Now, that doesn't always happen. Sometimes, sometimes it won't make a difference and they may continue to do that. And you want to know what? Then you have to take the necessary action there. If it does not stop the behavior, here's what I would do. I've warned them once, okay? I find out it happens again. I'm going to take the necessary measures. Here's what that means. They are out of the Facebook group. I will remove them from every team Facebook group possible. I will limit their association with my team. Now, I'll have people ask me, Bob, I found out so-and-so's in another company. Do I take him out of the group? No. I don't think you have any right to do that. They've not violated your policies or procedures in any way. Now, if you find out they're prospecting, then you take them out of the group. And you might even go the extra measure of letting the company know that you have proof that they're cross-line recruiting. You've given them a warning. You've given them every chance. Now you have to start taking the necessary measures as a business owner, the CEO of your company, protecting you and your downlines checks. And once again, though, I feel like I got to come back to this point. You still do all this with character and integrity. It's not drama. It is a business decision. You need to learn how to remove the emotions from this. And it's just something that you do. Now, I hope it doesn't come to that for you. But I need you to be prepared in case it does. And I need you to feel empowered that if you've gone the extra mile and it still isn't changing, that you do have the right to be able to act this way. And look, if you're going through this stuff right now, maybe somebody shared this episode with you because they know you're dealing with this. And I hope that that's the case because I really recorded this. Like in my mind, I'm talking to you right now as you deal with this situation because I know what it feels like. I've been there. And i just like to close this episode with a message to you. I know it feels like your world is crumbling down around you. And that all the hard work that you've put in is being destroyed right in front of you. I need you to understand it isn't. You will get through this stronger than you were before. God does have a bigger plan for why you are having to deal with this right now. Life is not happening to you. It is happening for you. I want you to stop asking yourself, why is this happening to me? And I want you to start asking yourself, what is the bigger lesson, purpose, or opportunity inside of this situation? And I promise you, if you look closely enough, it's there. 
See, what you don't yet realize is this is an assignment for you, just like it was for me in my past. You're being prepared for something so much greater, something so much greater than anything you can even see right now. So I need you to have faith in that, that there is a plan, and that reminds you there's only one person that will ever determine whether or not you fail or succeed, and that's you. So I want you to approach this situation with love and compassion. I want you to demonstrate integrity and character no matter how hard it is. And I promise you, you will come out of this bigger, better, and stronger than you were before. And you might not have anyone else in your life that will tell you this, but I want you to hear me say this. I believe in you. I believe that you do have what it takes to get through this situation. And hopefully this episode gave you some of those tools and the mindset shift to help you to do that. And hey, listen, one final thing. If you do know of anybody that is dealing with or has ever dealt with a situation like this, please share this episode with them. This is such an important message for people to hear. Look, if, if this episode can even just do a small part in helping promote this idea of character and integrity in our leadership in this profession, this is the type of stuff that changes the way people perceive what we do. So that's my message for today. I hope you got a lot of value out of the episode. And hey, just a reminder, make sure you don't miss the next two weeks. These next two messages are stuff that I'm going to be sharing with you that I've been working on for the better part of a year that are going to completely change our business forever. And I truly believe they have the ability to transform your results in 2020. So make sure you check it out. As always, thanks so much for being here. Love and appreciate you. I'll see you soon on the next episode. Take care.